Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, Chica, welcome to this week's episode of The Fearless Mujer. It's Micaela. So excited to have you back for another cup of virtual cafecito. On today's episode, I had the honor and the privilege of having an inspiring, amazing woman of faith on the podcast. Her name is Nancy Gavilanes. She's a prolific author of five Christian books and devotionals. She's also a passionate speaker life coach, Bible school teacher, podcaster, and blogger. She loves to encourage and empower and inspire people as they walk in their faith and live their God-given dreams. She has a master's degree in journalism from New York University and has written for various publications, including the New York Times and Christmas website. She has spoken to numerous groups and has hosted several events. She's really amazing, you guys. I love welcoming women on this podcast who are inspiring and empowering other women. And I just love the word of encouragement that she brought about really pursuing your dreams and having feisty faith as you're waiting for God to do the impossible in your life. And you guys, I think we're all waiting on impossible things to happen Some of us are waiting for a breakthrough and some of us are really holding on to hope. So I really believe that this episode is going to bring your heart hope and inspire you. And so I can't wait for you to listen to this awesome conversation that I had with Nancy. And if you want to reach out to her and connect with her, you'll find all of her info in the show notes. So, all right, guys, God bless. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Hey, girl, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. This is Micaela. So happy that you're back for another cup of virtual cafecito. I have a treat for you today. I have an amazing, inspiring woman on the podcast. She's really just using her gifts to bring inspiration to other women and to empower them. She's an author, but I'm going to let her tell us all about who she is. Welcome to the podcast, Nancy. Please tell us all about who you are. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. It's such a delight to be here with you. And yeah, so I am a native New Yorker and I am a Christian author, life coach, speaker, podcaster, but really I am a sister in Christ. And so I'm so delighted to be here with you today. Thank you so much. I was so excited to meet you. I know that Misty connected us. She's a friend and a fellow podcaster and a woman of faith. And so it's just amazing how, you know, 
God connects you to people through other people. Um, and I tell the women a lot, you got to put yourself out there. <laughs> you never know who you're going to meet. <laughs> That's right. And God is wonderful at making divine connections. So yes, so Misty, true. if you're listening, thanks so much. <laughs> so true. Um, so when we were chatting last, we were talking about like dreams and us being faith-filled women. We were talking about faith and just what it's like to kind of pursue those things. And so I really want to talk about dreams. And what does it mean to have a big dream? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's such a wonderful question. And I, I love talking about dreams. And, you know, it's that stirring in your heart. It's that feeling compelled either to maybe a cause or a field or something that just really makes you curious and interested. And um, it's wonderful to dream, uh, even when you're maybe it's something that has been stirring in your heart since childhood. And it's just this gnawing feeling. And I just want to encourage your listeners, though, that it's so important to ask God to show you his dreams for you, because that's that's the beauty of dreaming with God, because he has a plan and purpose for each and every one of us. And so it's it's amazing to be able to dream with our creator and see how he's wired us. You know, we all have different yeah. gifts and talents and abilities. And so if you're feeling drawn to something, um, I would say to explore that. Yeah, so good. You know, one of the things that I love about dreams is that if you really begin to kind of dream and imagine without any obstacles or opinions of other people, you really begin to dive into your passions. And just like you were saying about when when you were little, when you're little, you kind of think you could fly to the moon, right? You think there's no limit to what you can think that you can do. But then as you start to grow up, you know, you experience things that maybe are very hurtful and you almost forget your dreams. And so I'm just so passionate about reminding women that you can dream and God has put dreams on your heart and it's for a bigger purpose. And, you know, the whole mission of the fearless mujer is really to empower women to be who God created them to be, to give themselves permission to be that woman. And I think that we all have such unique gifts and we all have been given a dream in our heart. And sometimes you just have to kind of dig it out a little bit, you know, without having to worry, like, what are, what are people going to think? And so I love that you talked about, like, the the dreams that you had when you were little, because so many women have forgotten. And so I just love it. <laughs> Dreaming is like, it, it's so powerful, you know, when you finally understand, oh, this is why God put me here. <laughs> It's so beautiful. And sometimes, you know, you find yourself drawn to something and maybe it's because you've seen it in your circle, but maybe not. Maybe you just really have this passion and interest and you don't even know where it's coming from. Like for it, for my example, it's I grew up writing and loving writing. And I was a little girl writing in her diary and making little mini magazines at home out of loose leaf paper. And I don't know where that passion came from. Uh, my parents loved to read to me and they encouraged me, but that dream also developed over over the years. And so that's also somebody, I know somebody's listening right now, their heart is being stirred and maybe over the years. Yeah. Sometimes if you share your dream either too soon or with the wrong person, they kind of try to dampen that dream and yeah. they kind of, you know, laugh at it maybe. And so maybe over the years you've thought, no, that's too far fetched or no, that was something. 
I would encourage them just like you said to like dig a little deeper you know and also yes and pray and ask God to help you I love that I love what you just shared about making you were making little magazines that is so cool (laughs) yeah and so if you think back you know especially like for the creatives of us like those who are creative uh, when you look back and you're like oh my goodness maybe I've always been drawn to painting or to uh, dance or to uh being in the kitchen or whatever it is, or math, uh, uh, fixing things, maybe you're handy, but you know, God created you and wired you in such a way that um, maybe if you think back to those early years before maybe an adult or somebody else kind of tried to dampen your dreams, you may uh, be surprised by what you find. I love that. And you know, I just want to touch really quick on what you said. You have to be very careful who you share your dreams with because there's big dreamers. I'm one of those. I'm guilty. I'm like, yeah, I could do this and I could do that. But I think there's people that are really scared to dive into their dream. They just don't believe it for themselves, but they can't see their, their own big dream. So when you begin to share your dream with them, it's almost like sometimes it's jealousy and envy that you're like dreaming and you're inspired. And sometimes it's because they're scared. And they're like, No, no, let me protect you. And so yeah, you definitely, you know, I think about the story of Joseph, for those who have, you know, read the Bible, um, Joseph was like telling his brothers all these dreams, and they got so jealous of him. And so yeah, you definitely have to be very careful. (laughs) Yes, yeah, there's wisdom and discernment about who to share, how much to share. And then also God will show you those who you can share with and who can help you and are part of your journey. And so it's so important to kind of see uh, who's on your side and who's not. <laughs> so true. So true. Um, so why is it important to have faith while you're waiting for your big dream to happen? Because, you know, for those of us who who have faith, We just have this faith that we can't see and we believe this is what God has put on my heart. So why is that important to have that big faith while you're waiting for your dream? Mm -hmm. Well, one of the biggest reasons is because your dream doesn't usually happen overnight. It takes a (laughs) long time. And so you really have to believe what God has told you. And also the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so he is pleased when we believe him. And, you know, the Bible describes faith as uh, the confidence or the assurance of things hoped for and things not seen. I like to describe it as taking God at his word, like believing what he says about you in the Bible and what he's spoken to your heart. And so it's so important to have faith. We're called to walk by faith and not by sight. And that means we're not always going to see things clearly. Also, sometimes our circumstances are going to look completely opposite from what we feel God is calling us to do. And that's when we need to press in and and really pray. So true. And you know, sometimes your dream is so big. Usually, if it's something that God has put on your heart, it's going to scare you so much. You're going to be like, what? (laughs) What do you mean you want me to do this? And so for some people, they don't quite know yet that that's what God has put on their heart. But for some, they just have, like you said, they're drawn to something and it doesn't go away. It usually doesn't go away. No matter how much you ignored it, ignore it. It just gets louder and louder. Um, And I think having that faith is what's going to just help you to keep pursuing it because if it's like you said, it takes time and it's so easy to get discouraged right? Especially when someone has 
some opinion about what you're doing, but it's also sometimes you don't see that you have the capacity to do that. Like some, some people believe that, well, I'm inadequate in this area. You know, I'm not really good at that. I've never really been good at business or whatever it is. And so they almost feel like giving up. And so faith is huge. Like it is so important. Oh, yes, because you're going to face obstacles and challenges. Even when God's called you to something, it may seem a little surprising. You're going to think that maybe everything should be smooth. But no, sometimes there are going to be giants and Jericho walls and uh, um, Jordan rivers that you have to cross or seas that have to have to be parted. And so during those seasons, you need to just believe and have faith and remember what God's called you. And uh, really uh, dig in deep. I like to say that uh, it's important to have feisty faith. That is who are listening. Uh, and feisty faith just is steadfast. It has tenacity, grit, audacity to just believe God for the impossible. Maybe you're the first in your family to attempt this. Go for it in the name of Jesus. You know, <laughs> uh, maybe um, your friends, you're the first one in your circle, your peers, whatever it is. Like, I just want to encourage, I know that there's somebody listening right now saying, This seems too outrageous. Who am I? I'm not qualified. Why is God calling me to do this? God is not surprised. Yeah. He before we were even born. And so he's placed the call on each and every one of our lives. And so I hope that um, whoever's listening will rise up and answer so that call. So good. I love that feisty faith. Um, do you have a book about feisty faith? I do, actually. <laughs> yes, I have uh, the Feisty Faith Trusting God Day by Day 365-Day Devotional that just came out last year. And it's just got uh, daily entries to encourage women to be that fearless mujer that God has called them to be. It's got um, Bible verses and just encouragement. It's just like we're sitting down talking right now. That's how it's written. And uh, I just want to encourage um women to, to rise up, as I said, and and let their faith arise because it's not so much about us. Like when we focus on us and our shortcomings, that's what we look at or our experience or lack of experience or labels that people have placed on us. But we need to keep our eyes focused on God, fixed on him and what he says about us. And if he's calling us to it, then we're unstoppable. So good. I love that you talked about labels because that's something that I, I talk about and I teach women about is we have these invisible labels that sometimes we don't know that we're carrying them around. Either other people have put them on us or we put them on ourselves and you have, you can take them off. If you know who you are and, and who God says that you are, then what people have said about you doesn't matter. Even if you've made mistakes, it's sometimes those mistakes that become your message, you know? Mm-hmm. That's right. And, you know, God works all things together for good for those who love him. And so he's working it all out. Again, nothing surprises God. And so those detours, those delays, uh, things that maybe we thought were hiccups or bumps in the road, God is like, come on, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't look to the right or to the left. Just look forward. Yeah, thank you. So maybe there's someone out there listening who's like, I'm waiting for a breakthrough. God hasn't answered my prayer or my life just doesn't seem to get any better. 
I couldn't possibly be the person that I picture myself becoming because of all the things that have happened to me. I need a breakthrough in my life. What would you what would you say to that woman who's waiting for a breakthrough, hoping for a breakthrough? I would say that we have all been there. We all know what it's like. It's not about if we're going to wait on God, it's how we wait on him and we wait on him in different areas. And so I want to encourage her to not give up. There's a process, you know, God calls us, we have this stirring, this inkling or something, and there's a process and God is more interested in conforming us into the image of his son, Jesus. And so that means he's going to stretch us. He's going to test us. He's going to mold us and maybe uncomfortable. He's going to ask us to get out of our comfort zone. And during all that time, we're going to be tempted to give up. And so I want to encourage this listener who's listening right now um, to, to not give up, to look up, to not keep her head down, to keep her eyes fixed on Jesus. And, and to, again, believe what he said, believe his words more than what anyone else would say, because the enemy also wants to deceive us and lie to us and tell us that we're unworthy, unqualified, whatever it is. Um, And so I want to encourage her not to give up even in the tough times, even through the storms, because God doesn't make mistakes. Again, he's not thrown off. He's in control. He's sovereign. So our circumstances could be looking like chaos all around, but God is still there. And so I want to encourage her to keep going and to continue to abide in Christ again and to, to pray, to believe and to not despise this time as well. You know, so many times like we just go through three, through things, but I like to encourage people to grow through them and to, to see the beautiful work that God is doing in our life. You know, like so many times we're such in a rush to, in a hurry to just get to that goal, to get to that finish line, to cross it off our list. And like I said, God is not in a hurry. So good. And I love that you were saying God uses all things for good. Cause that's my favorite verse is Romans eight twenty eight. Whenever, whenever something has happened to me that I'm like, I wasn't expecting that, or it's something really hard. I just always hold on to that because, you know, there's a lot of women out there who they come from dysfunction, right? They come from broken homes and trauma and wounds and things like that. And so women like that, it's hard for us to dream. It's hard for us to really uh, renew our mind. But once you're able to see yourself in who God says that you are and see your story, even the painful things that have happened as a tool, as something that can be used for a bigger purpose, something beautiful really happens. And so I believe that that's, that's part of a breakthrough that you're like, whoa, this doesn't have to hurt me. This doesn't have to be, you know, something that I carry as like, you know, poor me, like God will use that, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I love the example. Probably you've heard it before about baking a cake and all the different ingredients that go into it, but um, separately, they don't taste good. You know, you've got the salt, the raw eggs, you've got whatever flour, sugar, whatever. I'm not very big into baking, but you could just add in whatever ingredients, but separate you wouldn't want to eat just, you know, 
raw eggs. Most people wouldn't want to, or whatever salt just by itself, but it's when you mix it all together, that that's when you get the delicious dessert. And that's what God does. doesn't mean that everything in our life is good. We are going to have hard moments. Jesus does say that in this world, we will have trials and tribulations, but he told us to take heart because he has overcome the world. And so those past mistakes or those past uh, experiences. I don't want to minimize them, but um, God can use that. And it's all helping to mold you and shape you into the person that you are today. So good. And I, I, I love that because it's so true. You know, you don't see when you're making, when you're cooking dinner, I don't like to bake. (laughs) I'm like a Betty Crocker box (laughs) kind of person, but I love to cook. It's just therapeutic. I love to eat. So I love to cook. Um, But you, you usually there's a mess when I'm cooking. I'm like, "I, I need to put this. I need to put this. I actually just made chili for my husband. So I'm like trying to cut everything in a hurry, but you don't want to eat everything just like while it's raw, you know? And so once, like you said, once you cook it, once you bake it, then you see the finished process and you're like, Oh, wow. This tastes pretty good. You know, I made a big mess, but so I, I love that, you know, visual for, for the women out there, Nancy, do you have a book about breakthrough? I sure do. (laughs) Tell me about your book. What inspired the book? Where can people find it? And, you know, what's what's the heart behind it? Mm-hmm. Well, so it was my first book, Waiting on God Well, How to Prevent Breaking Down on Your Way to Your Breakthrough. And really, it was birthed out of that angst of, okay, God, I know that you have all these dreams and desires for me, and I have them too, and let's go ahead, let's get them done. And uh, it wasn't time yet. And so I was realizing that God has a perfect timing. And so people would just say, wait on God. And I'd say, great, but what am I supposed to be doing practically? <laughs> and so it's, I'm really just sharing lessons and insights and Bible verses that really helped me during that time. There's also places where people can journal and action step ideas. Because again, waiting is not passive. It's not just sitting in the corner and not doing anything, but we also don't want to rush ahead of God. So what can we be doing? Well, One thing in particular is we can also just be growing and learning during this time. And so I'll use the example again, since we're talking about cooking, but let's suppose somebody listening just has this dream of opening up a restaurant, which is not something that I would do, but praise God, (laughs) Um, maybe somebody here listening is, but just an example. So let's suppose it just seems so far off. So what can you do? Well, you could be uh, brushing up on your cooking skills. You could be blessing others with your food and getting feedback. You could be learning new recipes. You could be um, even maybe working at a restaurant to see the behind the scenes. There's so much different steps that we could be doing during the the uh, process of waiting. And that's also by faith because you're preparing, because you're praying, because you're believing that God's going to answer that. And so same thing, like say, um, when you're learning how to drive, you know, you're not just going to get the keys. You're not just going to get your license. Like you have to put in the hours and learn how to drive. So um, it's just walking by faith. So good. And how many books you have? Like you have, you showed me a whole bunch. (laughs) I have five. Wow. and, And more coming. So praise God. And so all of this, again, Going back to my writing career, I started off as a journalist. I just wanted to write for magazines, and I did, and God blessed my writing career. But as it was um, flourishing, I was far from God. And so I think that's why it's so important for me, because back then, I used to make my plans and ask God to bless them. 
And I realized that that was opposite. That was backwards. And so that's why I really want people to understand the importance of praying first and dreaming with God, because then those dreams are going to come true. <laughs> it so may not good. happen overnight, but yeah. And so like all of this uh, writing books about God and encouraging people and inspiring them, that was God's dream for me. It wasn't anything that I thought of. Um, and so God is creative. And so, and he also, you know, allows us to dream big. So I'm looking forward to hearing what women are dreaming about and how this inspires and encourages them. So good. Thank you so much. As we wrap up, Nancy, is there anything on your heart that you want to share? Um, anything that you can tell listeners about dreams or a word of encouragement for them? I want to encourage them. I want to remind them that God loves them, that God loves them unconditionally, that he's calling them, that he's drawing them. For some, that stirring in their heart is God saying to come near to them. And so I want to encourage them to not run away from God, but to run to him. That's the best decision they could make. That's the the A to the B to the Z, like to <laughs> first, um, just having that relationship with Jesus. And that comes with prayer, reading the Bible, listening to to sermons, listening to podcasts, encouraging podcasts like this one, reading uh, Bible-based books, and just really uh, seeking after God and then allowing him to do the work, the the tough work sometimes, that internal work to allow him to, to mold you and shape you and to cleanse your heart. And to renew your mind, as you mentioned, because we do have, we do live in a broken world. We do have family, friends, whoever, who may have heard us uh, in the past. And so I really want to encourage the listeners to let God heal their heart and to renew them. And in that process, you're going to find that your dreams are flourishing, your passion flourishes. So I want to encourage her. Yeah, thank you so much. And I think when you really understand who who God created you to be, there's this freedom, you know, people talk, like we hear so much about confidence and there's a lot of like women empowerment going on, but there's nothing like renewing your mind and understanding like, whoa, I don't have to believe all these things that have happened. And I can pursue my dreams, even if people think I'm crazy. Right. It's, it's so funny. Cause like you said, what what you are doing with your life now, what you're doing to impact women, that was not in your plans, you know, but God was like, I have something else for you. It's like he takes the steering wheel and he just kind of does a whole U-turn. <laughs> and we can trust him. You know, so many times people say, no, like if I give my life to the Lord, it's going to be boring or something, or he's going to make me do something. I mean, the funny thing is that sometimes people say like, oh, you know, he's going to send me to Africa. Guess what? He did send me to Africa. I went to Ethiopia on one of my mission trips and I had a wonderful time. And so that's the thing. Uh, when you realize how much God loves you and his heart towards you, you're not afraid. And even if you are, you still surrender and you're honest with God and say, I am afraid of giving you the wheel, but it's worth it. It is worth it. It's scary sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's, I think, you, well, earlier you were talking about when, when you kind of think like, what, like, what are you doing? Or, you know, and I mentioned how you're like, God, do you know what you're doing? And I just thought about Moses, for those of you that that have read the Bible, um, you know, when when God told him that he was going to go, you know, free his people, free the Israelites out of slavery, 
Uh, he's like, but who am I? And how many of us do that, right? How many of us women are like, but who am I? I'm just a mom. I'm just a wife. I'm just a stay-at-home mom. Like some women didn't finish getting a degree. And because of that, they feel like, oh, well, I can't do that. And so I just feel it on my heart. Like maybe there's someone out there who who feels like that. Like, who am I to start a business or whatever it is for them? What would you say to her? Because I think that that stops so many women. They have the dream. They have the passion. It's it's there. It's on their heart. But then they just kind of have it there. And you become frustrated when you're not actually living that out and, and pursuing it. And then you have the other women who are like, oh, I don't have it all figured out. So I can't do that. (laughs) You know, like you said, it's a process. But what would you say to that woman who's like, who am I? I don't have it all figured out. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the club, I will say. (laughs) Because I don't think we ever have it all figured out. And it really does take taking that first step, that step by faith. It's not going to happen all at once, but taking that one step. And I like to encourage people, maybe there's uh, something that they need to research. Maybe there's a class that they need to sign up for. Maybe there's a, an email that they, they need to send or, um, as you mentioned, like showing up and maybe there's somebody that they should connect with. And so that kind of takes uh, some of the scariness out of it and the bigness of it, you know, just kind of starting small, but dreaming big. And also, again, keeping their eyes fixed on God and how great he is. And if he's called you to do it, he will make a way um, and not so much focus on on who we are, because, yeah, at the end of the day, we're all just regular human beings and we're all trying to figure things out. But when we have God on our side and he's directing our steps, then, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, do it anyway. You know, um, of course, responsibly, I'm not saying anyone should you know, <laughs> uh, get into debt or, you know, uh, quit their job or anything. But even for the single mom or the older person or whoever's listening or the new graduate or um, those who haven't pursued different studies or fields, I just want to encourage them again that God can use them and even not to despise this time as in who can you bless today on your way to your breakthrough, but who can you, but who's in your circle now? Who can you influence now? Maybe it's not crowds or millions, but it's your family or it's your community or it's your small group or um, whatever uh, people God places in your, in your path. Ask God to give you a heart for them and be a blessing while you're waiting for your breakthrough. Thank you. So good. I love that. Be a blessing while you're waiting for your breakthrough. Uh, well, everyone, I'm going to have Nancy's info in the show notes. If you want to connect with her, you want to reach out to her, you want to know more about her, where to get her books. Uh, she's awesome. She's inspiring. Nancy, where are you on social media and where can people buy your books? Great. I am everywhere on social media. (laughs) You can find Abounding Faith um, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, as well as uh, AboundingFaith.com is my website. So there's links to my blog, my YouTube channel, my podcast, Abounding Faith for Today. And my books are on Amazon. So I really do encourage people to check them out. They're Bible-based and they've been made with love and prayer. And hopefully they will encourage um, all the readers. Awesome. Well, thank you. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day.